I am just a cowboy Lonesome on the trail Rub Chat The Starry Night Episode 5 Campfire Light Get out your lighters The Coyote Call Howling winds Yeah, wind. I thought it was like Cody. I forgot that part. So <laughs> I'll ride out to the old sundown. Okay, get ready, folks. Here it goes. We're dropping off. We're dropping off in the rum chat. Here it comes. Start tapping that toe. The J.D. Feller funeral song. <laughs> if you know J.D., you would laugh right now. Sitting in your cars. Here we go. Who's the female you're thinking about? Uh, my mom. Oh, just wondering how she is. That's it doesn't weird. say in the song like a certain a certain female could be anything. A cowboy's life is the life for me. Yes, roll me over and turn me around. Episode five. Welcome back, everybody. Good evening or good morning or good afternoon depends on the time that you listen to Rump Chat. Welcome everybody back to beautiful Logan Coach Studios with me, Justin Rumford, my great buddy, Hambone Hilton on the other side. Hell. And we're in the uh, Rump Chat number five, which is really good that we're, we're cranking these things out. Gary Gilbert, the steer wrestler, who's a friend of ours, was harassing us on Instagram about uh, putting out rope chats on That's time. That's because Gary has nothing better to do than harass us. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure he just don't. Gary's big. He could beat you up. I know. Name five steer wrestlers that you could beat up. <laughs> don't uh, don't do it. I'm just kidding. That, I could do this. Jake Reinhart. Oh, Jake Reinhart. <laughs> He's seven foot tall. He would smash you like a beer can. <laughs> Name four more while you're at it. Then if. If you think you can. Luke Branquino. Oh, yeah, that's a layup. Uh, let's see here. Um, I could beat up probably Nick Guy. Yeah. He's and from Wisconsin, so that wouldn't be too hard. I could beat up. Dang sure beat up Hunter Cure. That's oh, yeah. a given. Oh, turn out Tina. Turn out Tina. Yeah, he's bald, so that'd be easy. Uh, let's see, what is that, four? That's four. Um, the last one, I would probably say Oatberry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Stockton Graves. Yeah, no. Would you say no. Stockton Grace? No. But we have got to get stocked. I want to get stocked on the show because we've got to get go through college stories no. of the J.R. Rump. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. But today's... And I'm joking about all those bulldoggers. Please don't grab me by <laughs> no, the throat and end my not. life. For everyone listening... Except turn out Tina Hunter. Yeah, before the podcast started, um, I don't get real serious, but Hambone, before we turned the microphones on, was like, you know... I'd like to beat the crap out of some steer wrestlers. And I'm like, we should talk about it. It's just funny how once the mic come on, you know, he started kind of backing off. I mean, if you don't like, if you don't like Jill Hazen and Tom Lewis, just tell me. Okay. <laughs> Jill Hazen's big enough to burn diesel. If, if you get me beat up and I can't work, then what are you going to do about three fourths of the comedy? That That's you true. Say? That's true. Don't beat up Hambone. Uh, on a side note, 
Jewel Hazen uh, from Protection Kansas, NFR steer wrestler. Do you know when he was in middle school and high school, he only wore khaki pants and was skinny? He was tiny. Why did he only wear khakis? I don't know, but like... Uh, was it like a Catholic school? No. No, it was just his regular school, but I remember like when we'd have basketball tournaments, I'd see Jewel. And like rodeo people in middle school and high school could always find other rodeo people from other schools. And I remember Jewel Hazen always wearing these weird-looking khakis, and that's back before his fist was the size of frying pans, and <laughs> he could bend a Peterbilt in half. Okay? Those yeah. were the old days. God, those were good days. Which fits in today's theme for the love of rodeo. Okay? Now, we talk about a lot. Every podcast isn't necessarily a rodeo-flavored podcast, yeah. but... I was thinking about it today. The more I look around and the more uh, we think about different places we go, like the Dodge Cities and the Sykestons and, you know, all the the great rodeo towns and the people that have been there forever and the guy that this guy's dad ran the gate and his granddad yeah. ran the gate. and The generations of people you get to meet. Yeah, the yeah. people that, gen, like, love rodeo. And especially nowadays in society that is getting farther and farther away from the agricultural Western lifestyle in a way we're actually kind of blowing up in a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you think about youth rodeos, Oh man, it's bigger now than I think it ever has been. And that's a lot of it that in my opinion has to do with the junior world finals in Vegas. Oh, the junior world finals, the junior world finals, not the junior Three letters yeah. you can't say, otherwise you owe a certain people something. It used something. to be so. It is, which is whatever. That's their business. We're not going to get into that. But the Junior World Finals, uh, brainchild of uh, Las Vegas events, Bo Gardner. Uh, shout out to him because when he first talked about it, I'm like, you are an idiot. There's no way you're going to logistically all these animals and all that we're going to have to do. So tell and us, I tell us about the... The Junior World Finals is at the convention center. Yes. And it's stupid huge. It, 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 if you it's didn't know big. about it. It's the biggest thing that they do in that arena. You know, for years we did, we'd have some specialty acts come. And yeah, it's a trick riding finals. Yeah, you had a, who's the old clown uh, in South Dakota? That Dwayne Riker. Dwayne you know? Riker and Pony yeah. Baroni. Pony Baroni, you know, and. I took my wife to Walmart on Thursday. <laughs> So, not knocking him. That's how he sounded. Anyhow, <laughs> that's a good impression. Thank you. Uh, anyway, I'm just saying we did acts, and then they would do a, a not team penning, ranch penning, whatever, team sorting, whatever they call it. It's all look the same, out. But, yeah, that's what they would do. Here comes the entertainment. Um, and then they, in one time, they bucked some young bulls, tried to sell them. That was at uh, Billy Jane's, uh, the Jane's gang or yeah. whatever it is. I didn't really get along with the guy. I don't care. I don't. I We're going to talk it. about bull guys here in a minute, so yeah, save that perfect. aggression. I will. Um, anyway, it just was going nowhere, and then and then, uh, you know, we came in with except for the BFO, right. and that's the first time that it came was we took it there. Um, and on a side note, a lot of people don't know, but you kind of help instrument the BFO at the convention center. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I brought it, it to I brought it I was I brought it to Las Vegas events. I talked to Ferg 
and Casper, Wyoming, when he was fighting bulls. And we were sitting outside having coffee, and I said, do you think you could do a bullfight there? I wanted to do bullfights. And uh, he just, I mean, he took off, and it was just, it's been full throttle from there on. And 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 Bo and the team there at Las Vegas Events really took it in, and, and it went great for a couple of years. It did awesome, yeah. and then just got, but now this Junior World Finals came, and it is absolutely huge. They have the logistics of this. It will melt your mind, y'all. I'm telling you, the horses that they got to have. And to get in and out, if, for those who haven't been to Vegas, the convention center is hard to get in and out with a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I know. But, I, I rode there with an Uber driver once and barely made it in. I'm just saying it's tough to get in and out, right? We have our studio audience, Jacob Moorhead's with Jacob us. Jacob Moorhead's here. And Bobby Sue. Watching and judging in the corner. Yes. He's, yawning. He's <laughs> yawning, so obviously we're really Man, we're rocking your socks off, Jake. So, yeah, NFR Logistics, yeah, sorry. Well, we'll, we'll get to the good stuff. Yeah. But basically, it's uh, the Junior World Finals has really started, kicked up a uh, rejuvenated, uh, the junior, now, like the junior, uh, uh, junior High National Finals is huge. So they have junior high rodeos. I know high school rodeos have conjunction with it, a junior high rodeo, which is great because a lot of families have uh, kids in each. So that's really been great for families to be able to do both. So, but the junior world finals for like little kids, little bareback riders, little bronc riders, bull riders, barrel racers. There's uh, the Roy Cooper uh, tie down roping. There's the Oatberry steer wrestling. Um, they have it's all day from eight. Ask Jacob's brother. He it's eight to five or after of solid kids rodeo. Yeah, and you wouldn't think that like years ago. There's been youth rodeos for a long time, but not to this extent. Mm-mm. Like this still is. You have you've had the Little Britches finals forever, or the A uh, what is it A J A A J R A A J R A. That's in Arizona. That's huge. No, uh, whatever's in Texas. A A Y H. I don't know. Youth. It's a ah, whatever. Yeah, it's big. But, but I'm uh, just saying that it's nothing compared to what this is now. It's everywhere, and then and now. Little, I don't know if we want to get into this, but all these kids with patches on. Oh, everyone has makes patches. Makes me want to puke. Tom and Dave's Tire Shop. Patch. And then they sit there, you know, the little bull riders, they got their hands on their hips like they're Adriano Moraes, you know, and they just rode but 10 they, at the NFR. They have the dream, the PBR though. World Finals. And I'm not trying to crush their dreams, but oh, it it's, just gets to be too much. Well, it's a lot different in Basically, they're teaching the kids, oh, let's just put our patch on our shirt just because it's cool to have a patch on your shirt. Yeah. Not, not get something for it. Yeah. Get a dollar for it. Get. Because every one of those kids has uh, 14 to 22 patches. They have more. Everywhere. They have, they have more than Sage Kimsey does. Yeah. Like, and they're, but they're, most of them are not like real sponsors. Well, I'm sure they sponsor for something, but I mean, like, like back home, like in Ponca City, like S and M Embroidery is a sponsor, and I'm sure that the old woman that Shakes works Body Shop, we give you two quarts of oil for a yeah. patch. Yeah, Tom's Hamburger Hut. <laughs> you know, Tonkawa, Oklahoma. Oh God, look out for that sponsor! But these kids are—I mean, they look like they look—they're Pat- just patched padded. up. Yeah, they're patched ready. Up. And don't but sell I yourself think, for nothing. Kids. I think though for. I think for the big picture, though, in the years to come, all these young rough stock kids. Uh, we need it. 
yeah, I think they're rodeo gonna, needs it. They're going to kick some ass, but I wonder. And I don't know uh, from youth rodeo. We never had youth bareback riding or steer saddle bronc riding. No, we had seven to nine in youth rodeo in Kansas. HYRA Heartland Youth Rodeo during the winter in Kingman when it was always a balmy 32 degrees and miserable. We had uh, 7 to 9 was calf riding, 10 to 13 was steer riding, and 14 to 18 was bull riding. But now you have so many did like the, the junior bareback riding on steers or the junior bareback riding on like the ponies. No, oh, that, that's the little wonder, horses. Sometimes I wonder if that's not good to try to, hey, you got a seven-year-old kid. Hey, <laughs> you want to get on this wild-ass pony with a rigging? Well, it's pretty. It's great watching. And For you? Yeah. Could you imagine being well, seven and your dad? Open up. Vince Hilton is standing in the chute, shoving your little bitty hand. You're still wearing Paw Patrol underwear, dude. Well, okay. Well, you know, when I was a kid, it was like, yeah, you get at age 14, you know, 14 and old, they had like bareback riding, and you were getting on like Bob Barnes's three-year-old colts. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they had burrs just filled their manes, and it was just like, yeah. Do you think though that some of those rough stock kids are gonna retire by the time they get to buy their permit because they went to Vegas and got on a Shetland that ran 92 mile an hour? Yeah. Then turn left and they hit the fence, and then the first time they they get their bind on a three-year-old colt. Really cracks an egg in them. Yeah, I I think uh, I don't know. I should I shouldn't have any input in this because I'm not a Burbacher outer. I'm not a Tilden Hooper or Casey Field. But okay. I I don't know. Yeah, Rocker Steiner's badass. Yeah, how old is he? He's fourteen. Fourteen. Rocker Steiner's got a video from this year at Cheyenne, but. You know, he's getting groomed by the right guys. Yeah. And they're not just putting them on anything. Like, I think as far as youth rodeo goes for the rough stock, we really kind of got to get the right stock for Yeah, the you got to build their confidence, get get their technique down, and then inch them up. Don't just throw them in. And, and all these old guys are probably just laughing at us and saying this now, but I, I think God, any, when I was young, I got on. My God, I got on commotion when I was six. <laughs> okay, spurred the shit out of him for seventy six. High chaparral, hell, he hit, he he fit my style. No, no, he didn't. Truthfully, I did get on uh, Miss Congeniality oh. when I was in eighth grade. Like the Miss Congeniality of Powder River. Uh, no, it was a Steve Kraft, an amateur contract. Oh, oh there it but, is. And the truth shall, shall set well, no, you free. It was Mrs. Congeniality, oh, not Mrs. Oh, it was don't, Mary. Don't mess up my words, okay? Did you get paid up to $500? No, Junior Rodeos in Kansas didn't pay real well. Um, I'm going to give you a little background. So we had a high school, the can, you know, uh, National High School Rodeo Association Rodeos. And then they stopped. And then during the winter, we had the winter series that everybody went to in Kingman at the Activity Center. And it was $25 fees. And it just went all day. Yeah. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. And it was always cold and miserable. And your moms and dads were in coveralls. And, like, remember those propane heaters that you're not supposed to bring inside? Everybody had, like, 
just rows of propane heaters, and then they just yell at the kids like all day. Um, good memories. <laughs> like it was pretty, and they had like this awesome. Did did you ever have like youth rodeo deal where like s- certain parents had to bring different shit to the concession stand? <laughs> like if your last name was like um, R through. Well, no, we we uh, I know what you're saying, it's but like we, you bring nacho well, sauce. Yeah, the high school rodeo. I worked a concession stand before I got into high school. Uh, we did a lot of things. We, um, you know, even after we got out, I had to come back. I, you know, was living around the area, and I came back to help because uh, my dad was. You had um, so much going on. Yeah, give back to the. Well, youth. I went to college close, yeah, like forty five minutes away. But matter. I came it's back and I stayed up all night to. Get the ten dollars for the parking in the stall. You know? Oh yeah, that's one other thing I I forgot <laughs> about you, Rodeo. So when bad. you pulled in, you had to pay. Yeah, we had that three horsemen need ten bucks for the stalls. That'd be thirty bucks. Okay, and then the camping fee that's twenty two fifty. Well, we'll need that, and I mean you you couldn't pull in without paying right then. Yeah, you had to pay um, per person. So what we would do, and this is crummy, and I'm sure. There's a lot of other crummy bastards out there that still do it. So when we get, like, two blocks from the arena, we'd put, like, four of us in the front of the trailer. So oh, only one yeah. person had to pay. Yeah, way to screw over the high school rodeo association No, no, this was, this was HYRA. This is Heartland Youth Rodeo. And it's still going to this day. It started off with the rough stock, right? Yeah. Uh, sheep riding and... Uh, you never did mutton busting. I, I didn't. I never did either. I was usually over the weight. It was calf riding. <laughs> calf riding sucks. Calves are hard to ride. Yeah, uh, it's like trying to ride a deer. You know, like a wild duck and deer. But um, have you ever rode a deer? Uh, I drove a John Deere. You wear John Deere jeans. Why are they John Deere jeans, Hambone? They're size forty twenties. God, that joke's hilarious. <laughs> it works. It works it, in Sydney, Iowa. It worked good. It probably won't work here, but yeah. Well, this is farming community. I don't know. I mean, it's bigger, a lot bigger, but just saying. Anywho, farm in Missouri, dumbass. Well, forty twenty. I don't even remember who told me that joke, but forty twenty. That guy's got on his John Deere jeans. They're forty twenties. I, I think it's pretty funny to be honest. With Guts, you. glory, John glory. Deere, John Deere. That's where I am. <laughs> That's kind of remember that sound clip you always had to play. Oh yeah, no, you don't. Um, the other wild event at I remember in Youth Rodeo was the seven to nine goat tail tying. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like the five and under barrel race where they got a fat dad like me trying to lead a pony. And the kid's just holding on for dear life, and this poor damn dad is just trying to run his ass off. <laughs> and he's half the horse is pulling back. He's half drunk because he's been sitting in the parking lot for the last thirty six hours waiting for little Janie to get her name called. Oh, another thing about youth rodeo, they always had a mom was always the announcer. And it was always it wasn't a mom that was like, All right, let's go to the next barrel racer. How about it for Jamie followed by Cindy, then Elena. It's like, okay, kids. <laughs> Sounded like somebody from South Park. You know, I never. We never had that. I mean, you never I, had. Well, I never really like that. No, we had. Uh, we went to Beatrice, Nebraska. Ooh. 
Yeah, the SPRS Arena. And it was great because we never had anywhere to go. So it was awesome. But yeah, uh, Scott Grover, name drop here for you. Scott Grover actually used to announce the youth rodeos there. Man. Yeah, true story. And uh, a couple times. But yeah, that's where we'd go every other Sunday. Beatrice, Nebraska, you'd actually win money, which was great. So when, when you guys would load it up. It was the, with the biggest thing ever. With the whole family. Your two sisters and brother, no, mom and dad. No, like, my oldest sister. Who like, would go to youth rodeo with the Hilton family? Like My sister Lisa entered like a couple rodeos like later on. She never... They were good athletes. Lisa and Lacey were. Uh, so they, they did... Lacey never was... She When she was younger, she kind of was in high school. like Or not... Uh, when she was like younger, show, she was in fair, high school? Four, no, 4-H oh. shows. I, I, not high school rodeo, sorry. Anyway... It was just mostly me and my brother. So it'd be me, mom, and dad, and my brother. We had a travel-long steel red trailer that was not insulated, didn't have anything, no insides. It, you know, it was your tack room, and it had a nose, and they put a mattress up there. And I remember when I was really young, I used to sleep up there with mom and dad, and then Andy would sleep in the backseat of the truck. I think every poor kid that ever tried to youth rodeo had the old steel uh, gooseneck that had a shitty mattress in the front. Terrible mattress, and then the dew, the condensation yeah. would would form in the morning and drip on you. And then was your anybody else have the mom out there like my mom that could pack? She could feed literally a platoon of army men in a small igloo cooler. Oh, like yeah. she could pack sixty eight thousand ham sandwiches because um, yeah chips, um, and then she would like make meals on a little grill. Hobo meals. It's basically like a hamburger patty with some vegetables and a foil packet. Like you literally ate. We it would be six o'clock. We would be driving. We'd be about forty minutes from home. We'd be driving right by McDonald's and Taco Bell. And all this. Oh, can we stop? No, we've got sandwich meat at the house. <laughs> uh, damn it, mom! Youth rodeo moms be damned if they go to buy any food. They all did that. Um, I man, my aunt Betty. Uh, Aunt Betty and Uncle Kevin, we had a 24-foot steel bumper pull that we had cots in. And yeah. uh, they were the same way like Betty. She, by God, we're not going to eat nothing. We're Like, you can even, I don't know if they had the dollar menu back then. No, but they'd be damned if we going to buy anything. No, no, you ate Frito pies and, and by made- And by the Sunday afternoon perf, all the ice in the cooler was starting to melt. And some of the meat was starting to get warm, and oh, and you didn't seal the bag all the way up, and it, and then Vince got pissed because there was water in the sandwich meat bag. <laughs> there was ham water. Oh, and it's then, all right. It'd then, be fine. Then you have that one weird guy that walks by and goes, I "Ain't nothing wrong with that ham. That ham with a little Kaler water, it's damn fine eating." <laughs> like that weird drunk guy that was somebody's uncle that was always behind the shoots, calling the high school kids pussies. <laughs> <You're> like. <laughs> Did you guys- had, no, but we had a guy uh, who was a dad. He was a really nice guy, but he he only had thumbs on each on each of his hand. Make for a shitty bareback rider. Well, yeah, all of his fingers, his top four fingers, were cut off on both sides. On both sides. How in the and hell does that happen? To, I don't know, but he'd always go up to them bull riders and goes, "Y'all need to pull." <laughs> That's not pull. funny at all, man. He'd pull the rope. How would he pull? You can't pull a bull rope with two thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I know mean, he did. Whose rope did he pull? I don't know. Bud LaRue. Did you make that name up? No. 
But Bud, uh, Bart, uh, there was sorry, hit my mic here. Hold on, it's falling. Up. He there pulled the bull rope with two thumbs. It was, uh, I, uh, I think you're full Bart, of bananas. Bart Piru, Bart Piru, and then uh, Bud Larue. He won the state night. Bud Larue, don't God, change I the don't subject. Know. How do you pull a bull? I'm trying to. I got my. Th- I guess he wrapped the rope around his hands. I don't know. I guess if you half hitch it around your wrist and then hooked it through, <laughs> hooked it through where you think it's making my dog growl. I'm not against uh, people that only have two thumbs and no fingers. <laughs> you need a pull. <laughs> uh, these kids would be like, uh, okay. Do you know anybody else? What has two thumbs and wants to pull your bull rope? This guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. You know, but uh, times have definitely changed because I went, uh, my kids are five and um, the HYRA is still going on. So all, there's a lot of parents that are my age that are starting to take their kids there. So uh, I haven't taken my kids to a youth rodeo yet because I'm hoping they'll not rodeo and do something and make some money and (laughs) have some fun and not get hurt all the time. Uh, But the rigs have changed significantly, like. You cannot oh. believe. Have you been to a youth rodeo no, lately? But the big thing when I was, uh, the Power Stroke came out. Ford Power Stroke oh. came out. And if you, I'd didn't rather have be a... stroking than coming. <laughs> Wait, is that the other way around? I, I saw that on a bumper sticker once. It doesn't matter. They, uh, the Power Strokes came out, and you were not cool if you didn't have a Power Stroke. So we were not cool. Yeah. We had a Ford four door. Five speed. Speaking of that, my dad's calling me right now. <laughs> I love you, Dad. That'd be funny. To... Answer. Tell more on rope chat. Tell him we can't talk. Dad, are you still up? Yeah, we're actually uh, recording uh, an episode of Rump Chat right now. Uh, well, I just have a quick question for you, two <laughs> RV specialists. Oh God. Okay. Um, let me call you back here in a second. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> love you, Dad. Love you, Vince. He hung up. <laughs> How awesome is that? Before we go to break, though, the rigs are just stupid. Yeah, right? yeah, it's unbelievable, you know. But yeah, that was that was the big thing there. I don't even think slide outs. No, there wasn't slide. I, I, you know, in in the early two thousands, Jacob, you would know when did slide outs start doing the thing? Oh four, oh four, oh four ish. Yeah, so. I remember they first were called pop outs. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Capri campers. Mm-hmm. They were everybody had a camper and a bumper pull, and then all of a sudden, like it changed. Like there was there was high school rodeo parents that had cool rigs when I was going, like Jeff Miller, uh, from Mound City. Jeff Miller, the steer guy. Yeah, Jeff Miller. Oh, okay. And yeah. the steer wrestler, calf yeah. rover. Yeah. He, uh, his family had a big, awesome trailer. Um, Will Lowe, three-time world champion bareback rider. He rode. He had an air mattress in the back of his yeah, truck. I could see that. I remember when Will started. And Will Lowe, even though he's from Canyon, Texas, now is a Kansas. That's a boy. Kansas boy. And he entered almost every event, and did good. He didn't enter the bronc riding, but the bull riding, the bareback riding, steer wrestling, and his brother Alex was a great roper too. I don't know if you knew that, Mm-mm. but they didn't have a I cool rig. Um, it's just. Man, it's just so different. Yeah, like, the rigs are. It's no one had different. a triple axle trailer. Yeah, but that's life, though. I mean, it's just different now. No it's one just, had. Everything's different. No one had two air conditioners. The closest we ever got was the one time my aunt Patty bought a second box fan for the stock trailer. 
to lay on the cots. My dad's trailer now, he cut a hole underneath the, the gooseneck and put a small residential window unit. Yeah, my brother did that. And you know what? Works pretty badass, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, the first year my brother went to New York, he had a 20-foot gooseneck three-horse with a... Didn't have any insulation, but by God, it had a window unit in it. Nothing says redneck like a window unit in your horse trailer, but you know what? It works. And for the love of rodeo, you do what it takes to get there. Amen. But, you know, times have changed, but... We're going to go to a break so Hambone can call his dad and get an RV question figured out. Apparently, we've got, uh, I don't know, we're, <laughs> I don't know what he wants. It's an uh, RV what question. What would he want? It's, it's an RV question. Okay. Hot water heater. We listen to this album over and over and over again. Rolling Red. down the road. Red Stigall. All right, we'll be right back. Refill time. Don't let the cowboy be a dying breed. Rodeo. Webster's New World Dictionary defines it as a roundup of cattle, a going around, a cattle ring, or to put it in modern terms, a public exhibition or competition of the skills of cowboys, such as saddle bronc riding and calf roping. I don't suppose a kid ever grew up in the United States of America that didn't play cowboys and Indians. Come back to life song. I'm alive. Like you uh, just got some adrenaline shot to the heart. When I was in my 20s and I was steer wrestling with Shane Henderson and uh, Drew Melvin and Tyson Britton. Oh, nice. If I would have a late night the night before, we would play this song in the morning to kind of get me going. Keep on rocking in the free world. And Shane Henderson never listened to music, just talk radio. But he would play a little Keep on Rocking in the Free World. To bring the rope shaker back to life to throw a steer in 7.5. Nice. <laughs> and a 3.6 steer wrestling. Oh boy. For the love of rodeo, the theme of today, we've been talking about high school rodeos, junior rodeos. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about at high school rodeos was the different types of parents um, that would be there. Like, so... Our high school rodeos were like Kingman, Lakin, uh, man, Dodge City, yeah, uh, Phillipsburg, Kansas, home of the Kansas largest uh, rodeo. It had a, it had one Abilene, Kansas, um, Topeka. So, but there was different types. Like some parents, for a Saturday Sunday perf, would be there Friday, 
like Friday at three o'clock. By the time most of the parents got there, they had out their fake turf, um, lawn chairs, coolers, awnings. There was a type of parents that looked like they've lived at that rodeo grounds for a month. Then there was the parents that got there during the national anthem, right? Um, the we'll make it when we make it. There was the uh, the the bull rider parents that they all came in a minivan. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the a drunk uncle, which I've already addressed. Uh, but man, good times, and it, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Like I can literally remember what everybody's rigs look like. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When I think back, like Cassie Leeper, her parents had a white Ford with a camper and a two horse bumper pole that was single axle. Tanner Bruner, the seriouser. Oh yeah. His parents had a white short bed power stroke with a four star trailer. Like I, I just think back, I can remember that so vividly. Yeah. Like it wasn't you have that one long hell ago. Of a memory. But you know, people love rodeo, but you know, um with the PBR, the ABBI, all these different bucking bull associations, the one group of people that love bull riding and or rodeo more than possibly anybody would have to be your new age bull guy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, super bull guys. Bull guys. When they pull in, they have a 68-foot triple axle trailer and with about 38 single cuts. Yeah. Each bull is in its own cut. And then they all have to be in their own pen, shaving 16 inches deep. You have to have a buddy bowl for some bowls. Yeah. Get you, over it. You have to have a brand new uh, miniature Peterbilt truck. Actually, I don't care. And it's got to have your name on the side of it, like C and M Bucking Bulls. And when you get out, like, they don't ever just come by themselves. If you're going to go to a fraturity event or a, a classic or a derby as a bull guy, you love the rodeo slash bull riding events so much that you have to, like, have an entourage. You know, like, how rappers show up with, like, 30 people? Yeah. That's how it is. Like, if you're a bull guy, when you get somewhere, at least 14 people have to pile out of your, your Peterbilt. And you may only have two bulls in that 60-foot trailer. <laughs> but you got to have people with... Uh, your bucking bulls names on on your shirts, and uh, it's like a, it's like a whole thing. And I know this because I worked for uh, the ABBI years ago. What did you do for them? I set up I set up pins and arenas. Oh, you packed panels. I was a panel packer, but I learned a valuable lesson. Um, I got in, fired from the CBR because I went and packed panels. Yeah, packing panels is not cool. True story. Well, it's kind of like Legos, but not fun, you know, because that's how the building pens is. Like, you have to figure out different variations of ways to pack all these bulls, and they have to load in order, you know. Um, so most of these places, when I was working for uh, the Merricks and doing this ABBI stuff, they would send me inmates, and I was in charge There'd be like two people 
in charge to set up, um, you know, 400 individual pins. Duncan, Oklahoma, uh, Jim McClain's Jim event. McClain, the old bullfighter? Yeah, two bull sports rub, Jim McClain. So I would have all these inmates, and um, not knocking inmates, but inmates weren't a lot of help as far as p- packing panels because they just didn't know. And so everybody thinks that if you send a bunch of people to pack panels, it'll go quicker. And I'll never forget this. Uh, one of the guards came to me that year, Duncan, and said, I'm going to tell you how to get these guys motivated because we are trying to set up for this ABBI event, and it was not going fast. And I'm, believe it or not, working hard, killing myself. This is before I was clowning. <laughs> <laughs> trying to set up these pins. He says, go down to the store and buy cartons of cigarettes for cheap. The cheapest ones you can get, buy like six cartons. Hmm. So I went down, and I I bought a a pack of cigarettes that literally just said cigarettes. It was no brand name. Cigs. Yeah, so I went to an Indian smoke shop by Lawton. uh, and So I bought these, and it was like, um, I don't know what cigarette prices are, but... It's like eight. I had $7.65 for a pack of Marlboros. I think in these Sydney, were like $13.95 for a carton. I only know that because I was comparing prices. <laughs> I bought these cartons of the worst cigarettes ever, like the after school special cigarettes. They don't care because they it's cigarettes yeah. and they trade them. That's currency in the big house. So, so what I would do is I'd be like, all right, guys, if you start helping me out a little bit more and set up these pins, and I started chucking packs of cigarettes, not Marlboros, not Wave Lights, not, not <laughs> they're like you know cigarettes, Big Chief, yo cigarettes. After school special cigarettes is what these things were like. You remember when you're little and you have to watch that video and dare? Remember dare? Oh yeah, we had like the buttercream gang. Give me that headband. Da, 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 da. You don't have. You never watched the buttercream gang? No. What? No. I don't. Could you shut up for two minutes? Because I have no clue what the hell you're talking about. I'm talking about we had Officer Friendly from Dare. Oh. He's a big old tall dick. What did... I'm going to test you. What did Dare stand for? Drug... Hold on. Drug... No, no. Drug... You're not, get off abuse your phone. resistance education. There you go. And he had like a Corvette that they seized in a drug raid. And... <laughs> But, like, they w- made us watch this video. It's, like, the most stereotypical video ever. It's, like, like, the two kids after school, and they're, like, playing by the playground, and they have this one dude, and he's, like, hey, do you guys want to be cool? I got some cigarettes. And they pulls out this white pack, and it just says cigarettes on them. Those are the ones I bought. Nice. I didn't know you could buy those. Like, the, the same deal, like, on the after school special. Oh, look at Johnny. He's got a beer. And he pulls out a white can that just says beer on it. <laughs> you can buy those in Sykeston. <laughs> I bet you can. Beer. That's back. Beer. Yeah. So I'd buy those for the inmates. And as soon as I would toss them the uh, packs of cigarettes, panels flew together like a beautiful choreographed dance. Like a. What's that one dumb song you play? It's like the with you tap your feet. Um, I don't play any dumb songs. No, uh, 
where like all these people, it's not line dancing, but it's like Nordic. You know what I'm saying? They put it. To, they put pins together like that. Was this was this the song you come out? That is the song. River dance. River dance. I never play this. River dance. Did you play that one time? I knew it. I knew I had it. I don't even. I don't even know what. Who would I like to take a punch from? Who? Yeah. Or who could I? No. Who could you take a punch from and still be conscious enough to look him in the eye five minutes later? I. Uh, I. I'm not gonna say because I do not. Uh, Shane Hanchy. No, it has to be Stressler. Oh. How about Chad Van Kampen? <laughs> I saw him at Guyman. Yeah. You can probably take a punch from him. Chad's a good dude. He's a great guy. I'm not talking about if he's a good guy or not. Right in the old, right in the old goatee. Speaking of steer wrestlers, quick little shout out. Congratulations to one of the nicest guys ever in the history of pro rodeo. I agree with this. Multiple time world champion steer wrestler, Dean Gorsuch. One of the youngest guys ever besides... Oh, I don't know. Probably Ty Murray, Lane Frost, them them type of guys to go into the uh, Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. So, good yeah. on you, Dean. Dean Gorsuch is great. Uh, his wife is amazing. Uh, they're really good friends of ours. They are corn huskers. So, well, not everybody can be perfect. Anywho, Gary Nebraska. You know, I used to. A lot of people don't know this, but I've touched on this in the past. But I used to be a steer wrestler, and it yeah. it just kind of sucks. To me, you that, ended up top fifty in the world. You were forty ninth one year, but I went to the circuit finals. I went to the. Oh yeah, you who? I did pretty who, good. Who are some of the guys at the circuit finals? I, you, name dropping again? Okay, I'll name drop them one more time. Let's go. Oat Barry, <laughs> Dean Gorsuch, Shane Henderson, uh, Ricky Riley, Tudor Silver. But all I'm saying is like. I had a great time steer wrestling. I won Fort Smith one year. I when I was steer wrestling, ah. what? Fort Smith's a cool rodeo. It's, Don't be a dick. I know. It. I do Fort Smith. Uh, that's what she said. I. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it does. I grew my hair out, um, like almost down past my nose, and when I would steer wrestle, when I'd make a good run, I would write rock and roll on my fingers like a like a finger tattoos and when i won fort smith i give the old head bang and boyd interviewed me at a young age of 24 <laughs> how did that go let's talk to the guy who just won the rodeo that's kind of how it sounded i gave like a really uh intriguing beautiful no i i bet you didn't i i swear to god i did at Boyd is here. You can ask him. We will ask him. Write this down because we're going to get Boyd on the show. All right. <laughs> Good job. But seriously, he did. But uh, steer wrestling actually started my career in clowning. Where does that may seem? Okay. So I wanted to make the finals. And even though I was not like a top 20 guy, I did pretty good. You know, I threw. Uh, I threw some steers. I beat Stockton Grays for the Central Plains Region uh, Championship. Just, 
just another day beating Stockton and Graves. Uh, how, first, how tired do you get of beating Stockton and Graves? I beat him in uh, one year, 2001. I was a champ. He was not the champ. He was second place, first loser, biatch. <laughs> Hope you don't listen to this. <laughs> but I did. Hey, uh, can we two, do a side two, story? Two-time high school state champ. Can we get a side story? Talk about uh, the time that you and Stockton were throwing fists. Nope. That's a that's for another day. That's for another day. I don't have time to talk about me beating the crap out of Stockton because that never happened. No. <laughs> You're the only guy I know that wants to fight Stockton. Not not beating up Stockton. Oh, the other story. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh we don't have enough time to finish that one. All right. We'll get um, into that. We, we write that down. There it is. Um but I wasn't bad. I mean, I, I did pretty good. Okay. The the Central Plains region was not a Central easy Plains region of, region of college rodeo. Yeah, National oh, okay. Intercollegiate right. Rodeo Association. So, you know, because not everybody's a rodeo person that listens to us, so you have oh, to explain sorry. exactly what you're talking about. It's the biggest region in college rodeo, which is Kansas and Oklahoma, and it has Northwestern, Southwestern, uh, Fort Scott, Fort Hayes, uh, Southeastern, and Durant. A lot of good bulldoggers. Yeah, I mean, if you look, just coming out of Northwestern right now, the steer wrestlers that have emerged from there, um, Kyle Irwin, uh, J.D. Struxness, yeah. Bridger... Uh, Bridger Chambers? Yeah. Or Bridger, An- Bridger Anderson. Bridger Anderson, I'm sorry. Bridger Chambers is from Montana, which he's okay. badass too. But uh, We've had a lot of really good steer wrestlers come out of the Northwestern Oklahoma State uh, region. Yeah. Anyway, so when I when I was uh, in my twenties and we were really going to try to make a go of it, and um, so right after I got married, I was like, "We're going to try to make the finals." So, God bless Ashley; she had a really good job, and we moved into my in laws' basement so to save money, so I could go rodeo. And Ashley was working, and I went and rodeoed. Uh, for the winter and I didn't do terrible believe it or not like I went to Denver and San Antonio and Houston and no I didn't go to Houston well I went to Houston I didn't get to be in the arena but I was there um, <laughs> the other guys I was with bulldogged <laughs> I went to all the winter rodeos and uh, won, won money but by the time it was all said and done and I wrote checks to everybody I was not <laughs> Uh, side note, if you still have one of those checks, <laughs> they ahead. should be good to cash in a couple weeks. But Hold it till Tuesday, please. Yeah, it just I didn't win enough to go, and Ashley just kept working and like pretty much paying my whole way. And uh, we sacrificed a lot to try to make the finals. And we. We did. Well, she did. <laughs> and, well, that sounds bad, but. You know, but seriously, like, she worked to pay so I could go rodeo. And we got to the spring, and I won some money and did pretty good at Duval's jackpot and uh, kind of got rolling. And we went into the summer, and we got to about North Platte, and just wheels fell off. Nothing was going good. I was bird oak. 
And I, I hate when people throw the term broke out. You know, like, oh, I'm broke. Well, I was literally broke. I had 38 bucks total in my pocket. And that doesn't count like a savings or, you know, that's like. I hate to beg like yeah. a dog for a bone, but I'm busted. I was busted. Bad. My brother said there ain't a thing I can do. My wife and my kids are all down with the flu. You, and I was just busted. thinking of calling on you. I'm busted. Busted. That was broke, my theme song. So after North Platte, I actually was 3.8 that morning at Slack. Uh, after that, we were supposed to go to Pleasant Grove, Utah, and then on to Reno, and, and then on to the next one. And, uh. I broke out and I knew I had there was no way that I could keep going because it costs a lot to rodeo. Like it's not cheap. And so I told the guys, I said, Man, you guys are gonna have to go on ahead. I just I'm I'm not gonna make it. And so I'm sitting on the fence and you know, uh anyone that rodeos knows that after like a, a morning slack, when it gets over, there's not a soul at the arena. Like, everybody just splits out, and I'm sitting on the back of the chutes. Uh, it's probably around 11.30 in the morning, and I'm just crying. And I'll admit that. Like What? I was. Because my dream, my only dream. You were drunk. No, I wasn't. Not at that point of the day. Um, my only dream from the time I was young was to make the finals. It's like everybody, like. Sure. In this business, they think. If you don't make the NFR, you ain't shit, you know, which is not true. There's a lot of guys that never got to go to the NFR that were awesome uh, competitors and cowboys. But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I felt terrible because, you know, Ashley just busted her butt to help me. And and Benny Butler just emerges out of nowhere. The Hall of Fame stock contractor, Benny Butler, Butler and Son Rodeo. And he comes walking by and. With a soft and gentle voice. Oh, he yeah, goes, I bet. What the hell's wrong with you? I said, I can't make it in this business. I'm but you known, you had known Benny oh, yeah. your whole life. I, I've, so I've been, it wasn't like he was a stranger. No, but I'm saying he just came out of nowhere. Like, I've been helping him on and off since I was 12. But he, he goes, what the hell's wrong with you? I said, I can't make it in the rodeo business. I'm going home and going to try to figure something out. And he said, uh, well, you got a CDL, don't you? I said, yeah. And he goes, well, come work for me. He said, it'll be fun. He said, you can enter my rodeos. I'll pay your fees, and you can steer wrestle and this and that. And I'm like, all right. So I called Ashley, and I was like, hey, guess what? I am I might be able to actually make some money rodeoing. And I started working for him, and I went to Woodward and Burwell. And then I caught rides to uh, Manhattan, Kansas, and somewhere else. And so, like, the first couple weeks I worked for Benny, I won $7,000 steer wrestling. Seriously? Yeah, 2008. Yeah. and I Atta went boy. Yeah, so I went to the circuit finals, like, really good. But um, for for all of you that don't know Benny Butler, um, Benny's a close friend of mine. However, <laughs> he's not always the easiest dude to get along with. Like, <laughs> Benny... Yeah. D- Help me out here, Hambone. He he don't have a lot of chill. 
Uh, and I want to uh, say that Benny's full throttle. Yeah, he's full throttle, and he. When I went to working for Benny, he fired me twenty-two times the first year and a half that I worked for him. But every time he'd fire me, I go, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't quitting." He go, "You're fired." I go, "No, I'm not." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, you are. Get the hell out of him." Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And I would just go somewhere until um, things kind of cooled off, and I, I would show back up and uh, just go back to work. <laughs> See, and Benny talked like this all the time. See them guys. See, and you got them. And what Benny would say would never really make sense, but he would always say it. Like you would say, "Hey Benny, who was your favorite person on Sesame Street?" See, you got Bert, see, and you got Ernie, and see the two of them, see, and Big Bird, and you got them, seen years ago, and Jigs and Arrow bucked them bulls, see, and Big Bird was there at a rodeo, see, and he, he had a guy, and he bought a bull, and three, three of those calves, and two years ago, there was a guy at a rodeo, and see, you remember him, and see, and Shannon was there, and he got him, see, and you do it. And if you need anything, call Rhett. And I'd be like, what? And it would make no sense, but to Benny, it made total sense. And for for several years, I worked for Benny, and, and there there was ups and downs. To say there's ups and downs, Rump, is kind of an understatement. But anyway, we're going to get it. Hey, stop. Nope, don't even talk. Don't shut your mouth. Shut shut your mouth. We got to get to break. Because coming up after this, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Dale Brisby, is in the Logan Coach Studios. Rump Chat will be right back. His eyes are cold and restless. Wounds have almost healed And she'd give half a Texas Just to change the way he feels well, She knows his love's in Tulsa And she knows he's gonna go Well, it ain't no woman flesh and blood It's that damned old road he goes Rodeo time. Gotta get her on down the road. I've always wanted this to play as I'm walking into a bar and the smoke parts. And you're like slow motion pointing. Hot tail waitress chicks looks at you and goes, right here. Welcome back. And then, and then uh, somebody tries to hit you with a beer bottle, and you just beat up like thirty-five people. Just they grab the cocktail waitress. His name's Whitney. Yeah, I was just thinking. This whole thing. <laughs> and then you, Whitney plays all the roles. Of yeah. The uh, hey, welcome back, everybody. We have a very special guest. Yeah. Probably the most popular guy in professional rodeo, I would say, I, I especially so. since Trevor retired, semi. There's no probably. Who? <laughs> Trevor who? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rump Chat, Mr. Dale Brisby. Yes, it is um, kind of good to be here. I'm excited. Well, I, couldn't, I, uh, you I don't could seem probably like, be more excited. You don't seem as excited as I would want you to be. I'm so averagely excited. <laughs> He said the word probably, and he kind of messed up the intro with the Ted Nugent. Like, I mean, you're borderline doing this for a profession. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. 
But I'm just kidding. Thank you for having me on Rump Chat. It's good to be here. For the three of you that don't know me, I'm Dale Briz, the greatest <laughs> bull rider ever to walk the earth. Um, also the most humble. We'll get into that later. I'm going to turn it back over to you guys on your podcast. Thank you for introing your own self. That yeah. was great. Nothing says humility like introducing yourself. <laughs> you know, that was a, such a humble way. I like, I, I'm all about being humble. And, you know... When we get to go to these rodeos, Dale and Bone, we get paid. But you know what the real payment for me is? When I look on the front row of that rodeo and I see a young boy sing his first time and the smile on his face and the glow in his eye, to me, that's the only payment I really need. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Continue on, please. The only payment I also really need is the actual payment. <laughs> yeah. This is this is part of the podcast where you think all the committee members are listening. Uh, and then later on, you're going to forget and turn back into they're, Rome. They're not listening here. They're drinking Natterday's yeah, strawberry lemonade beer while fixing a power line. <laughs> Half the power went out to the back of uh, behind the uh, stands last night. And there's about 68 guys with bloodshot eyes running heavy equipment and shovels to try and fix the underground But here's wire. what you don't know. Out of, out of everything that went, blew out from the electricity, the hot dog warmer in the secretary's office did not go off. Which yeah. is very important. Have you, are the hot dogs here not the greatest hot dogs ever? They're pretty, I, I don't, uh, they cook me ribs. Like there's two hospitality deals. Like, oh, like, the VIP is where you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I've, I've had ribs and barbecue chicken. Well, you probably back at the sports medicine. They, they, they cook too. Okay, so there must be here. there must be three hospitality tents. Oh, okay, Dale. So, what would be your ultimate gourmet lineup of rodeo concession food? If if you had to say, being the best bull rider in the world, you got to have some of the greatest rodeo cuisine. What's your fave? No one knows your faves. You've never talked about rodeo concession food. You know, I just I've avoided that question for so long, <laughs> and you finally put me on the spot and. If you don't say corn dog, I'm gonna punch you. No, don't punch him. Nope. Yeah, don't punch me. I'm just gonna say it. I can't. A, a, a ribeye tenderized by the heel of my boot. <laughs> oh, Dale Brisby spurred ribeyes. You can't. You can't get those. Brisby in a rodeo. beef. That's Have what I'm saying. Have you had any Brisby beef? I haven't there's, had any because I'm I, vegan. There's different. <laughs> there's different. <laughs> I'm not I, vegan. Yeah, we know. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting on this side of the booth because I can't fit There's, on your side. You could of the booth. fit on this side if I if we wanted to. Yeah, if I sat on your shoulders, maybe <laughs> that'd be awkward because you're. Let's try it anyhow. No, no. let's not try. It. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, let's the roof. Yeah. Um, hey, what? First off, before we get any further, how come I don't have a mic stand? Uh, <laughs> Wait, it's an, it's en route. Well, Amazon lost it. Wesley, can Wesley, you come here real quick. Can you come over here? Wesley, just hold the mic. Wesley is... Um, just sit out of frame, stand right there. <laughs> feel this. I feel... Poor Wesley. Oh. Wesley's already been on the... <laughs> if you don't have an intern to hold your microphone, you ain't okay. I feel oh. bad for Wesley when you guys made him do the dance outside of the truck, and you played Baby Shark, and he took his shirt off. Oh, he loved it. Did you like that, Wesley? I did, I, I like your. Uh, Can you hold it up a little closer? Oh my god! I like your. I like Wesley's. Uh, I like the, the video of the uh, pre-bullfighter. You know, in arena warm up. Oh, yeah. oh, the, they the don't do shit. All perf. 
But yet they've got to go out in the arena and warm up in the arena. What? That makes no sense. Well, warm up outside. Uh, if, oh, they're testing the dirt. No, here's the thing. If you've never watched a Dale Brisby video, one more. Yeah, yeah. you know the importance of stretching and getting ready in front of people. Yeah. So you, yeah, you could go back behind there and warm up like during the rodeo. People aren't back there to watch exactly. You. So you don't warm up until right before your bullfight. You want to run out there, and then you let Make everybody know. What there's how many people was here last night? Uh, six thousand, seven thousand. So six or seven thousand people can't be back there to watch you stretch and warm up. Exactly. You do not get ready until people see it. I do the same thing. I've never done a push up without someone around. Well, I, I feel like most people are listening to this podcast right now to hear me speak, so I'm going to interject my opinion right here. Okay. Um, you know, a good bull riding percentage for a normal bull rider outside of Dale Brisby is like four out of ten, and so you're going to have six other rodeos where you're just not you're bucking off if you're you know anything other than Dale Brisby. So I can't concentrate with poor Wesley. <laughs> Okay, he's had his intern holding the mic, so he's got his hands free. Yeah, because I'm Dale Brisby. I know, but what about poor Wesley's arm? I do have a mic stand in the back. Well, whenever, here in a minute, when we take a break, I'll send Wesley back okay. there to get it. <laughs> All right. The point is that if if you're not getting recognized as a bull rider, what's the point in being one? Like, that's half the battle for a lot of these guys. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So but, any event, you know. So taking back. sprints off down the, the front of the fence, in front of the box seats, that you know, that's Weston does that. Yeah. I, they all do it. Because he's got to get that recognition. I mean, well, that's I, what he's there for. But I, no, he's there to save lives. I don't feel. No, he's there the to BFO. do his job. Hey, we didn't talk about you switching arms, Wes. Let's <laughs> warn me about it next time. So. Um, but seriously, though, the, and I'm not ragging on bull. I am. But these guys are some of my best friends, so I can do it. I just... I don't, you know, it's, it, do I go up there and what do you do to get ready? Like, could you come out in the arena and like warm up your hand that you clip the mouse on? Yeah. Hey, I can tell I you one thing he stretch doesn't out do my... to get ready. What? And that's warn me of where to hold that crappy microphone so it doesn't cut out. Yeah, I heard that. You know well, what, first Wes? off, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Take a break. Thanks, a Wes. Thanks, Wes. Well, first off, I told in Boyd's ear, hey, you know, just remind him not to grab the, you know, professionals that are in front of the people and talk on microphones a lot like he does should know you don't grab a microphone by the end that's where the antenna is did you grab it by the end yeah Dale? i was holding it like by the end of the deal Dale, when you couldn't hear me at all oh what? i was holding it like this like two you were getting bucked off a pony. because because you were getting most of the microphones that i deal with didn't come from dollar gentral <laughs> you were holding that microphone Where's dollar gentral Apparently, where have you heard of Dollar Gentral? Gentral is that an oh, off yeah. brand of Dollar General? Dollar Gentral. No, that's by, no, that's by the Can McDowell's. you say General? Gentral. It's Dollar Gentral. Old have, son. Have you ever been kidding the genitals? <laughs> so if, if I'm in the army and I'm ranked above a captain, I am a gen Gentral. <laughs> All right, I want to get serious for a minute. We've not been serious. <laughs> yeah. So, Damn, but, oh, I gotta, I gotta. Okay, you go first. Whoa, I got a second. You were almost like Benny Butler. Right there. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't point at me, brah. <laughs> don't be mad. I at me. whispered that. Didn't whisper. I told Boyd in his earpiece, "Hey, just remind him." You know, thinking he would re lean over. They're sitting right next to each other. 
Boyd over the mic. What do you need, Bone? <laughs> and I was like, just tell him, just remind him. He says, don't hold the mic by the end. And Dale says, shut up, Hambone. Hold it where I want to. I'm like, that's great. Dale, Thanks, was, everybody. Dale was holding Thanks for your the, professionalism. He was holding the microphone like it was a Virginia Slim. Yeah. At a senior citizen center. Because that's what apparently. They're outside Sunny Dubs. It's like, office. yeah. Something off of a makeshift karaoke machine that you can get in the back of a Walmart on clearance. <laughs> I've got a lot of things it in the back of It is a sure microphone. It has just been dropped numerous times. Well, I'm sorry. I'm using 68 wireless microphones here. I'm just Rick, saying. You can hold Rudy, Rump, Boyd. I'm just saying. Benji's microphones Dale. are pretty. <laughs> Whose microphones? What uh, hand bones are good. Listen here, Showtime. <laughs> hey, Dale, do you need some aloe vera? Because you just got burned. Hey, okay, Sosby. Easy oh, over there. All right. God. Well, Too bad he the... was booked up this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut your hair off in your sleep. Oh, shit, sorry. Seriously, though, um, you know what you never so talk about going. Uh, with social media? You talk about spurring bulls, mm -hmm. uh, ranching, mm -hmm. uh, ranch kitty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If you haven't seen the ranch kitty shirts, they're pretty awesome. It's a cat wearing a hat. Cowboy hat. Is <laughs> he got a uh, piece of grass? Yeah, it's a, a little piece of hay. And this is not a uh, fictitious kitty. This kitty exists. Yep. Um, I like how you bring the ranch into the Brisbee mania. Yeah. Boone. Uh, well, Boone, uh, the Baptist. I'm so famous it overflows into my animals. <laughs> yeah, the my my favorite one is uh, the video I saw. I just watched it the other day. I laughed until I peed a lot. Uh, the Baptist was that you ain't no cowboy. <laughs> like was it like always be training, always be training. Oh yeah, you yeah. know. Because the thing is, I think the reason so many people like the ranch videos is because every one of us in the Western lifestyle knows a super puncher. Well, oh, they'll yeah. always train like you train them on the cattle drive. It's just like stretching in the front of the buck and shoots. You yeah. Know? It's like all your people are there. You know, how are you going to get an extra job when you're there and they can't tell that you're a hand? Yeah. You know? And, of course, this is just me observing other people. This yeah. isn't, you know, this is, I'm not talking about myself. No. Well, obviously, you don't. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, one thing you've never discussed. Yeah. 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 Hair care. Hmm. What about the hair? How hard mm. is that to take care of? Well, I mean, long hair, don't care. The first thing you don't <laughs> care about is your hair, and that's why it shows, and that's where the long part comes in because you don't ever cut it. But it looks like clean and beautiful. That's just my natural Oh, God, Hamlin smelled it. Yeah. What, does it it's smell like, like 90s? No, it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. What kind of shampoo for Dale Brisby? You know, I mean, I, I don't. Whatever the Walmart stuff is. You don't go to Dollar General and get some shampoo and... I'm telling you, man, this is like when I sweat, it just like cleanses itself. Dollar okay. Central. I wish I, wish hey, I could grow so my I don't, hair. I think we ought to get a, a something going okay. on Dale's uh, social media and ours as soon as somebody <clears throat> gets our Facebook page oh, yeah. up and going. <clears throat> Today. That's on <clears throat> the agenda. Two days of the day. I'm right You that have down. said that for three weeks. I'm write it down. in my Weston book. Okay. I think we ought to get a drive going. If we can get... Um, let's say, I don't know, 10,000 likes. Hmm. Dale cuts his hair and donates it. No. Whoa. <laughs> no. 
No. You can't okay. do that. If we get if we get twenty thousand, what are you gonna hey, cut I got and idea. donate? I, got I will idea. nope, let me do this. Twenty thousand likes, Hambone gets a face tattoo like Mike Tyson. Ooh. Is it gonna be permanent? Yeah, it would be course. for real. Cutting my hair it's would gonna... be permanent. Those hairs would be gone. Yeah, but new ones will grow back. Hambone, okay. you look cool in an okay. Iowa Hawkeyes game with a face tattoo. Ten thousand <laughs> likes and you get a rodeo time tattoo. But it can be anywhere. It doesn't have uh, to be on your lower face. back. Lower back rodeo time tattoo. <laughs> what did it's I got start? To be, it's got to Randy. Be what did I start? The Shit. rodeo time logo uh, right above your butt crack. <laughs> you want it so when you bend over and the announcer stand, you know the girls. If can this would have been one of our other podcasts, uh, maybe when we had a day off of life and recorded, and I was a little bit. Do you have any more into the uh, tattoos? Cocktails? Maybe I would have. I do not have a cop. He doesn't have tattoos because he's a pussy. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. I've got several tattoos. I got bunches, by the way. I got so many tattoos. Why, why are you looking? You're not a pussy. I'm just kidding. Wussy. How about? Oh yeah, a wussy. Um, so it's would, a kid show, right? Uh, well, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm learning that. Would you get an Iowa Hawkeyes tattoo on your lower back, right above your crack? It's going to take more than ten thousand likes. What, what, okay, Dale, let's you and me talk. Hambone, shut up for a minute. What do you think we could do to get Hambone a tattoo? I think we're going to have to, like, like, look, you get a tattoo, we're going to get you, like, top of the line, none of this Dollar General, like, Walmart microphones. Oh. Take to rodeos. Oh. New microphone set via Rodeo Time Incorporated. You're welcome if you get a Rodeo Time tattoo. You know how expensive those are? The tattoos or the microphones? The microphones. Because <laughs> I got a guy that can give you a tattoo for nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you think it is, cut it in half. Pay us that. Jokes All on right. you, we'd have taken less. What do, uh, let's move on. Um, no. It's not going to happen. It might happen. Why Why? Why don't you like tattoos? Do you don't do, break my high dollar earphones. Do you not earbuds. like people with tattoos? Is this what this is about? $48 in DFW Airport. <laughs> I forgot my headphones. Hambone, do you not like people with tattoos? I don't know. Should Dale not donate his hair? I've got that. Raise your hand in the trailer if you got a tattoo. Randy does. Randy's do. arm. Look at that arm tat. You got a, a linebacker in the NFL? Yeah. Look at you. Look at Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at He's got the mustache on his finger. Do you really? He's got he's got one on his butt, too. Oh, Randy has hair. a butt tattoo? Randy, get over yeah. here. Wes, take the camera. Show Come it. on, Randy. Randy, you don't Randy, have to show it on camera. Randy, Randy, just show Randy. Us. yes. <laughs> I can't see it. I want to go fast. Let's you lift your shirt up. <laughs> Why did you get that? Okay. Somebody, can we get a picture of that? Okay. Wes. Dale, I got to know. Did you get that, Wes? I did not give him Damn that. Damn it, Wes. That does not look like a professional butt tattoo. <laughs> no, Who drew that? A three-year-old? No, I drew it. <laughs> That is the oh. worst butt tattoo I've ever seen. <laughs> Why is that not on Instagram? Because it's a butt tattoo. Well, what do the tattoo artists say when you get there and go, okay, I want a tattoo. Well, what are you looking for? Well, I want something on my butt cheek. And uh, I wanted to say, let's go fast. Or I want to go. Show the practice, Randy. <laughs> you got that at a high school party? Yeah, by a high schooler. Oh, by a high schooler. What did they do? Did they, did they stab you with a pen and then like, Take the, the the you know the old ink pen and like no, <laughs> and they rub it on there tattoo. like they do in the 
they got the tattoo gun. gun. I'm sure he was. They got the tattoo gun at the same place Hambone gets his microphones. Yeah, Dollar General. At least they can say general. I'm just saying. I don't, so, I'm sorry. I don't shop there. So, uh, Shaquille O'Neal has an insurance company called the General. The Gentral. Yeah. I think he just markets for him. I don't think he owns that. Gosh, I can't just get over the butt tattoo. Yeah, we got. I want to go fast. Yeah. Did you get? Uh, but who are you telling that you want to go fast? That would be looking at it. Well. Okay, I know a lot of great movies that I have, don't have to. I, I learned a lot of drugs. Right? Oh, okay. So, so don't go there. Okay, moving on. Yeah, bring up my bass, man. <laughs> okay. Oh. I was going to apologize wow. for throwing you under the bus, but then you threw yourself there. So. No. <laughs> no, okay, let's let's end the tattoo discussion by right. saying this. It's okay to have a butt tattoo. Butt tattoos are so cool. <laughs> that Hambone will get one. I will get one. Okay, well. You, you okay. The likes. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. No, I'm not getting. I want to go. We're gonna. I'm about to be a father, Randy. So we're gonna get put one picture. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about it. We're gonna put one picture on Dale Brisby social media. If it gets twenty thousand dollars or twenty thousand likes, Hambone will get a butt tattoo of Dale and I's choosing. No. Okay. A tattoo. What are you gonna get? I've already got tattoos. I, I. You know. I don't care. Hambone gets a rodeo time tattoo. And you cut your hair. How short? Eight inches. Oh. Eight inches. That's the whole hair. <laughs> My hair is like seven inches. That'd be well, a negative. We will inch. wait until you grow another inch. Which I've always heard okay. you've needed. Okay. Eventually <laughs> I will get my hair cut. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But he has to say it, was he? <laughs> yeah. He has to I'm say sorry. it, was he? Moving on. Oh, no. I think, man, you know what? Let's take a little break and we'll come back with a little more talk that doesn't involve wussies, dollar gentral, <laughs> butt tattoos, or cutting hair. Oh, why? What are we going to talk about? Well, when we come back, we'll find out. All right. Get a haircut and get a real job. Get a haircut and get a real job. Your act up and don't be a slob. Get it together like your big brother Bob. Why don't you get a haircut and get a real You've been tried to don't say it. Yeah, we're close to Memphis, though. <laughs> My mind, yeah, we are. I'll actually go around Memphis on the way back home. From- hey, Hoss, I grew up in Memphis. Well, really different Memphis. Yeah. Well, it's the Memphis. Y'all are talking about a different Memphis. Did okay. you? Okay, from the Memphis you're from, is Elvis Presley from there? And that's like the one thing they have on us. Okay. <laughs> that's that's not, I mean, that's a pretty big thing. He was the king of rock and roll. Yeah, well, Dale Brisby's from the other place, so suck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. In your face. Yeah. Hey, so um, 
final segment here with the one and only. I'm not going to introduce him for this segment because he does such a good job. Yeah. So one more time, just credential yourself. Deb Brisby, greatest bull rider, greatest cowboy, greatest uh, podcaster, whatever I'm doing at the time. You want me to mix sound at the rodeo? Maybe. I'll go night. I'll take the night off. Full sun. I'll go sell merch. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Um, how much the Del Brisby thing is spread. Uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma, they have a costume contest for the kids. There was three Del Brisbys there. And I had no clue who their parents were. It's not like they're rodeo people. I'm like, what's your costume? Like, oh, I'm Del Brisby. Shannon Stalls picks up for Benny. Slade was Del Brisby. I mean, like. I'm telling you. You're a Halloween, you're a Halloween costume. Household name. You, you know? should sell hats with built-in hair. Yeah, we've talked about it. I'm on it with my people. But that, I, would I buy can't, one. I mean, I'm not surprised, you know. And it surprises me that you are surprised, to be honest. So do you make more money from your bull riding career? Than you? Or, oh, uh, or from your merch? I mean, it's hard to say. I stack up so much money riding bulls. Fat stacks. Like fat stacks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like Ron's than... mom fat kind of, kind of stacks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which and one? <laughs> so, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> how much do you make after taxes? Yeah, me? Not enough. You see this trailer you're sitting in? <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> I've seen uh, the best, like, bull riders, especially at smaller rodeos. Bull riders like to have. Uh, dumb sayings on the back of their Toyota Celicas. And there was a bull rider in an amateur rodeo that had a bumper sticker that said, uh, had a guy riding bulls that said, stacks, cracks, and fat backs. Have you ever seen that one? I've not. <laughs> no. The, the best bull rider story, and I don't know if you could top this, I was at a amateur rodeo this year, and the rodeo started at 8. At 6.45 p.m., there's a bull rider with his 13 MWs, laced up at the top, boots strapped on, no shirt, smoking a Marlboro Red, and his girlfriend was dang sure as big as... Uh, his girlfriend looked like me with long hair and tits. All right? Oh, yeah. That's, nice. That's how attractive she was. <laughs> nice. And uh, so this kind of intrigues me, and I, I like to go around these people and just listen, huh. and they're fighting uh, this couple, and... and um, he says to her, and I swear I'm telling the truth. My brother Ty can verify this. He says, baby, I'm going to pay your daddy back as soon as I make the finals. I've told you this a hundred times. And she's crying. I'm like, uh, probably probably not going to make the finals. Well, maybe like the CCPRA. <laughs> yeah, which finals are we talking finals. about? Well, I mean, if he borrowed money from her dad, I mean, I don't know what the. Does it matter? Pay you back Actually. when I win. Yeah. Have you ever had to pay somebody back when you won, Dale? I go halves on a lot of my buddies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll split, but it's just, it's kind of a losing battle when I'm also entered. So you, I, try to, I try to stay away. Do you that. have to pay your intern extra? Because what I've learned today about your intern, Wes, he double socks. He wears two pairs of socks every day. So in seven days, if he puts new socks on every day, that's 14 pairs of socks. That's 28 socks a week. So to pay for those socks, do you have to pay extra because of his, since my feet are sensitive. Oh, yeah, wait. I mean, right, where are you, what do you? You're two pairs. Okay, wait. You just no, hold, on. Pairs no, hold on, hold on. Four oh, pairs. That's get four. Ready for this DB. This is gonna be good. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's four. get our notebook out. Go back to the okay. drawing board. He he wears two pairs of socks a day. I'm gonna write this down. So that's four sock, 
two twenty four socks a day yep. times seven is twenty eight. Oh, you're counting both. Twenty eight times seven. What? Wait, what's the seven? Why are you doing twenty eight? Seven times? days a week. No, if no, you, no. It's four pair a day times seven. So four times seven is twenty eight in a week. So you are. Oh, right. So how many weeks? Oh, so it's twenty eight pair a week. Yep. I bingo. know. I'm just testing yeah. you. you okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, bottom line is he wears a lot of socks he's a man of many socks so do you um that's it would have to pay you because uh tide pods aren't cheap if the, if the if especially when he's eating half of them <laughs> if the sock fits where to oh, pay no, what i would do if i wore like these socks i have on i'm gonna put it out there so you can see it i've actually had these for like six days without washing them he, well, we can tell it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, you actually should it. leave your shoes on I can't when tell you come in your, my camper. Your feet or your breath. But <laughs> I just had a Mentos. He did You're, like the oh. first day he showed up as an intern. He was like, "Hey, I got to tell you something, man. It's really weird, and I don't want you to freak out." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh, no. who just came to my house?" And he's like, "I wear two pairs of socks." That was your big tell. -all? That was his big tell. Why? Yeah. Why does he? But why not just buy one thick pair? Well, it wasn't that weird. The way he teed it up, I was yeah. just like, "This can be super weird." And so, like, did did you think it was gonna be followed I by my button smell my fingers type weird? <laughs> yeah, like just I didn't even know. Well, you don't. I mean, what was the correct Sorry, response Ryan. for I know that? You do that too, but like you pull, um, you get home, you're like, "Hey, uh, he's not here yet, but I needed Randy and everybody to come over um, to have a serious conversation." Uh, yeah. The intern told me something today that I think we all. You need to know aware of that you're around him and if you're uncomfortable. We'll... I don't want to like make it weird because he is our new intern. Um, this might be hard for some, but he wears two pairs of socks a day. That's what it felt like. Yep. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Thought so, it'd be like on that one, uh, the Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't mess with the ladies because I used to be one. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Mrs. Doubtfire? That's yes, a great of movie. Great of movie. course. I, I learned a lot. That was a smart film. Yeah, yep. I watched it so young. I didn't really understand the part where they discover she's a man. You know, he's peeing, standing up, and it just kind of like finally clicked with me. It took me a while to understand that. <laughs> you think I'm dumb? It took you seven years to realize. <laughs> I was like four years old, and I was like, "Why is she standing?" Oh, oh. I wish Boys I could have, been have there. a penis, and girls have a. Vagina. That's from um, Kindergarten Cop. Oh, that's right. That's also a smart. Well, I thought we're talking about nineties movies. <laughs> I wish I could have been there while a four-year-old Dale Brisby watches Mrs. Doubtfire. Matter of fact, sometime next time we're together, let's have a movie night. I, gotta... I just thought she was. I just thought she was. Like yeah, you really don't watch like Junior Bonner, is what I'm saying. Or like, wow, does that take streak right that. away? Like, be the best bull rider in the world. Wow, do you think some Ms. people are Doubtfire? gonna be like, wow, this guy's such a great bullfighter or bull rider? He watches Mrs. Doubtfire. And your intern has two pairs of socks on. Yeah, what about happening. all my heroes been cowboys? Did you ever go out and sit on top of the bar and ride that third bull? Oh, is this why you guys invite guests <laughs> on your show? Yep. Hey, so we can gang up on them? No, yeah. It's an intervention. I'm here for you guys. What we're just trying, we're just trying we to help you. We're just trying to help you, your brand, you what know, post get you some is exposure. stem off of this that we post the intern where it gets 50,000 50, 50, likes and he gets a rodeo time tattoo. So he we said it in the break. We, okay. We, yep, we need to go yep, back to that. Okay. Let's go back to it. Take us back. So, anyway, so Wes. Uh, or bitch, whatever you want to say. Um, Ouch. He didn't feel like that until he found out about the sock thing. Yeah, yeah. it's really creeping me out. He said if we get 50,000 likes, 
he will get a rodeo time tattoo. Is fifty thousand likes a possible number? For Dale Brisby, it is. Old is it man. really? Because I don't know. I mean, I'm not really a, a social media guy. I've, yeah, I I don't know that I've ever had fifty thousand likes on Instagram. Really? Yeah. What's, I mean, I probably have. I don't what's, go back what's and the, check. What's, what's okay, the let's most do likes five thousand likes. How about that? No, no, no. I think we should go with fifty. That's reasonable. Fifty. And what's yeah, the yeah. time frame? Because you know, sixty I mean, days. I think sixty <laughs> days. How about no. ninety days. Let's go ninety on this. I don't think we're going to need that long. I think two weeks. Two is weeks. Plenty. Fourteen days. Seven You're good with this, Wes? Seven okay. Days. Seven days. Seven days. You don't get that's it. fine. Hey, that's how fine. Is he gonna say that? Challenge accepted. All right, seven because days. I think we can still do it. Seven so what, days. Do we so by the time he puts on him? his 28th pair of socks. So I think we just do a quick video, and it say, if you think it's weird that Wes wears two pairs of socks all the time, 138 degrees outside, Sykes, Missouri, is wearing two pairs. Yesterday, it was one pair was a wool, oh, wool socks. God, how That's sensitive no crap. your like, feet have to be? And, and so, like, we say, hey. If you think this is weird, hit the like button. Plus, if it gets 50,000 likes, he's going to rodeo time tattoo. On his lower back. Not on my lower back. Yeah. That's not on it. With a pair of eyes, of a pair of And it has to be bigger than like a quarter. You can't get like some micro tat okay. where it looks um, like a mole. Last question uh, for Wes. How many pair of underwear do you have on right now? I'm not wearing any. Oh. Oh, that's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't wear any underwear, but you double sock your feet? Yeah, the denim doesn't bother you, but one it takes more. I don't understand it. Oh God, he showed it to me. Oh, all right. Those Let's jockeys? get away from Wes. I just want to say, you know, uh, wrapping things up. Yeah, we I really do. I know you're a busy man. We thank you for your time. I know so you, you don't I know think you there's anything us for your time? out there that these people would want to know about Dale Brisby. What, what you guys have the you guys have the opportunity of a lifetime. You got DB on the mic. We're going to end it with Wesley's socks. Well, what do you want to tell the people? What do you want the people to know about me? Uh, yeah, are you wearing You're underwear? next to a legend. Are you wearing underwear? I, I don't think that's what they want to know. I think I don't want to know that. <laughs> well, Rump, what do you got? What do you want to know from me? I want to know this. Um, Here it comes. We've done this, and to conclude today's deal, mm -hmm. uh, we've on Rump Chat, we talk about uh, fighting people. Mm -hmm. So I want you to name five PRSA <laughs> bull riders yes. that you could beat up in a fist fight. Uh, That's what I want to know. Just get the list out of all of them and pick. <laughs> but five. you got to okay. pick five. Right. You can't no. give a generic answer here. How about five bullfighters? How about five PRCA card holders? Okay, fair enough. Um, Oh. Justin Rumford. Oh God. Number one. Oh. Yeah, I heard your story about yeah. the. I don't know. That guy could have beat up anybody. Okay, that's no not your fault. Um, number two. Um, I'm I'm gonna put Boyd as like sixth place. Oh, so just out of the top, top five. five. Yeah, yeah. Boyd should um, be used to being outside of the top five. <laughs> I feel like, and he's one of my best friends. But the only reason why I think I could beat him up is he's been knocked out so many times. Sterling Crawley. Oh, yeah. I gotta do <laughs> yeah. Like, you got like, glass jaw. <laughs> you got to tap him in the top of the head, and he's out. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's most of the bull riders also. Um, Tyler Taylor. 
T-Ray, why would you want to fight T-T? I don't want to fight anybody, Rump. It's a hard question. I know, but he's the nicest guy ever. That's why I think think I think he could work. I could catch him by surprise. I'd be like, hey, Tyler, what's up? Bam! And and he's like, caught by. He'd probably apologize after you beat him up and be like, hey, Dale, man, sorry you had to beat me up. You want to go to Waterbury? That's what I'm saying. Do you think it was easy for me to say I'd beat up Bob Tallman? But that wasn't the question. The question was that... Get your dang, get your microphone together. Well, Kevis came in. I was shooing away to Kevis. Get out of here, boy. Weston. Oh, Weston's four. I could beat Weston up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to punch Weston. I have beat Weston up. You have? Of course I have. Did you beat him up like that fighting bull did last night? I slapped him one time in a, in a video. Did, he get, did you get, oh, yeah, on the, I can't feel my face. Not did you get stuff you. on your hand from the beard, from the beard oil? No, he didn't have a beard at the time. Did you know that's why I grew one? Because he was scared of getting slapped like that again. Do you know beards have like or number dirty, f- like feces? Five. Dirty. Number five. Weston's four. Who's number five, Randy? <sighs> no. I'm already the greatest bull rider of all time. I don't want no to. no more need to insult him. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hurt anybody's. His feelings anymore. Yeah, JB. JB rides both ways. Could you beat up JB? Well, we're partners. Well, Here's, who smokes more cigarettes, JB Mooney or Sonny Deb Backstrom? JB for sure. JB. Okay. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. We'll leave the number five open. So number five is open. Uh, probably a steer wrestler. Luke Brinquino. Luke Brinquino. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I want to take down somebody big. Big tree fall hard. I, I wouldn't want to fight Luke Brinquino. I didn't say I would want to. You told me to pick. You should try to fight uh, Hunter Cure. That's why he no turned one, out of Sydney. So that's he why no turn one out will Tina. remember Hunter your Cure name. is an enemy of this show. Why? He turned out. He, he's a turn out Tina. You should get a t shirt that says "Turn Out Tina" and then have a picture of Hunter Cure on it. Okay, perfect. So, something to think about. So, well, you anybody can... or anybody, everybody, that's uh, we're gonna wrap it up from Rump Chat Podcast with. The greatest bull rider ever, Dale Brisby and Hambone and Rump. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You're really not going to play on to the next one? Somebody's Stretch has much better plugs for me. For better fruit. microphones. On to the next one. Pow, pow. Somebody's gonna come Let's talk about this. <laughs> I thought we were over. Podcast not over. Podcast not over. I'm it's Showtime Dave, <laughs> Dave Brisby over here. I'm ready Why to be over. Why don't you do the get up dance? I'm just saying. You might be able to get 50,000 likes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't have on to the next one. Sorry. How do you not have on to the next one? Because I've got good music. Oh, well. well oh. Why, why don't you sing us out to that song? That you got Dale. that good music that like. Jay-Z oh, that's a Peloton it. commercial. No, that's that is. Jay-Z song. Also. No, it's on Peloton commercial. <laughs> oh, to the next one. Oh, it's got a, a chick riding a, a fake bike in an apartment. You guys seen it? I don't you, know what you're talking about. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> We're going to be on to the next one. we got to let Dell go so they can go down to the Dollar Gentral and buy some more socks. This Dollar time, Gentral. We're off for sure. Play us out, Hambone. I'm not, I'm not ready. Well, last words of advice, never be ashamed of who you are, unless you don't ride bulls. <laughs> also, um, always give 100%, unless you're donating blood.
That's actually how much really more time good do you need? How much more time do you need? I got a bunch of these, like a midget at a urinal Keep on going. our toes. <laughs> yes, you have permission to use that. I'm not going to use that. You are. I'm an electrician. Yes. You never go wrong with the crew. We'll see you next time, everybody.